2019. I'm your co-host Tom Barry here with Josh Segundo and Lincoln Kreifels. Guys, how are we doing? Hey Josh. I'm doing good. Very do, good. Do we want to give a big hug uh, to the welcome back of uh, week one of the 2019 NFL season? It's good to have it back, oh, huh guys? Man. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of many other sports, so uh, this is a very special moment for me every time of year. So mm-hmm. I love it. This was the this is the first year I've had uh, NFL uh, Red Zone, not just like streaming on Reddit. So, yes, uh, Sunday week one was actually my birthday, and my birthday, uh, my only wish was to sit around and just watch football from noon until about 11:30 at night. Got a solid 500 steps in for the day, and uh, that was the type of day that was the type of day we wanted for that. So it's good to have it back. That's for sure. Were those those steps consisting primarily of touchdown dances and things like that? Uh, touchdown dances, trips to the bathroom, trips to the fridge. That's the extent of my day there. Well, yeah. you had to get up on your birthday? You had to get up to the fridge? You know, I was asking my wife to do things like that for me, to the extent of peeing for me, to the extent of heating up pizza for me, to the extent of getting wings when they were arrived at the door. Didn't come through, but love her regardless. She made my birthday special. <laughs> How did she feel about the way you celebrated your birthday? Uh, she actually got restless, bro. She, <laughs> she, it was about three, we had just finished the noon slate of games, and she was like, so when does this end? And it was about 3, three. I was like, we got until about 11.39, and she just like, had an aneurysm on the couch. Wasn't that thrilled, but, you know. That's, that's exactly what, how my wife, Madison, is like, every weekend when I'm watching sports, she just gets restless, and like, yeah. pacing around the house, finally just has to leave. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I told I told my wife, I was like, yeah, man, you could just go get like a spa day, you know, take care of yourself. That way you don't have to just sit around. She insisted on being with me selfishly of her for that whole that whole day. But <laughs> I, I feel like I'm very lucky here because my girlfriend uh, <laughs> does not like to go out and neither do I. So we're usually just in the house all the fucking time anyways. And uh, she just goes to the room. She watches her YouTube and I'm just on the sofa. And it's amazing. I, I do that every single Sunday. <laughs> it's a good way to save some money, too. That's Absolutely. Great. Oh, yeah, why would I ever want to go out? <laughs> well, nevertheless, having uh, NFL football back is super, super nice. We're going to break down some of the things that we found most interesting, most important from uh, from week one and what we're taking out of this. So, uh, Josh, why don't you start off? What was your uh, one of your major takeaways of the week? Um, I thought that... Uh, well, just to just clarify, I know that this podcast is relatively new, but I... Uh, going into the whole offseason, I knew that the Browns were going to uh, shit the bed for week one against the <laughs> Titans. Uh, the Titans have been very good for the last couple of years, uh, for the first couple of weeks of the season. So I knew that they were going to uh, basically shock everybody and stop the hype train of the Cleveland Browns. Uh, I don't imagine the Titans being good uh, going forward after a couple of weeks. But um, yeah, I mean, that was definitely expected. And it was kind of funny to see a lot of people see what I've been seeing or you know I, I think Cleveland's gonna be good but I think it's gonna yeah. take a couple weeks I'm not necessarily surprised that Cleveland lost I think uh I mean with without question they're probably one of the most hyped teams coming into the season with Odell coming in that 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 hype train really really got rolling probably 
a little a little faster than it should have. They're they're a good team, but they got to figure themselves out. They got to find out where they are and to have a performance of forty three to thirteen. Uh, yikes! That's pretty crazy. Forty three to thirteen. Yeah. Worse than I thought it was going to be. I mean, the defense is supposed to be okay. It's the offense that's supposed yeah. to be there. And uh, I mean, it could be a Mike Vrabel led defense for the Titans to. Stand, stand up and shut them the down. The Titans are such a boring team to watch, yeah. but it helps them win games. They play at the slowest pace in the NFL, and it, they just never give their opponent the opportunity to have the ball. They just win the time of possession. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what happened too. Let's Pretty see what sure. the time of possession was. What about you, Elaine? What do you think was your uh, one of your favorite takeaways of the season, of the beginning, week one? Man, I don't know. A lot of good things happened. I was pretty excited about John Ross. I've always liked John Ross a whole right. lot. Maybe Zach Taylor finally figured yeah. out how to use him, you know? He's totally. a fast guy. Let him run into space, you he's know? He's been injured a lot. Yeah. I mean, he's, he always has a big opportunity with A.J. Green out. For um, sure. But he was open every time he got the ball. He dropped a few. He could have had an even bigger day. Mm -hmm. I don't know what he finished with, what, 130 yards or so? I don't think any of us had targets, I think. too high of expectations for the Bengals going into this season. But for them to go to Seattle and be in it right there at the end, it was it was impressive to see them hang around with Seattle. I mean, it raises questions about Seattle Seattle and what they can bring offensively, but I think they'll be fine in the long run. They're, they're going to have to work on getting Tyler Lockett a little bit more involved in that offense, but overall, it's Russell Wilson. You know he's going to be there fighting at the end of the whole thing. What about you, Tom? For me, it... So it could be it could be either or. Um, are the Dolphins as bad as fifty nine to ten? Are the Ravens as good as fifty nine to ten? Or is it we gotta fall somewhere in the middle? I think the Dolphins are truly that bad. Um, they're really they have no interest in winning. I mean, there was reports that players were asking to be traded immediately after the game. I mean, I couldn't imagine being a first year coach and Brian Flores in that locker room when just it seems as if nobody even liked you in there. Yeah. I don't imagine really being like, how do you respect a guy going into year two when you know that his first year he was literally trying to tank? So I, I mean, if, I'm a, if I'm a returning football player for the, for the Dolphins next year, I'm not going to go in there excited because I'm like, all right, we're back with Brian Flores. Like this guy does not care. Yeah. It's it's just a it's a it puts a sour taste in all these guys' mouths who they they came to the Dolphins thinking that they're trying to compete they're trying to win games when it's evident that that's not what they're about right now it's okay to to tank it's if if the motto is gonna be tank for Tua go get your guy but I mean I couldn't imagine being a superstar millionaire athlete put my body on the line every week and basically be told. Go out there, do your best, but understand what we're trying to do is not to win these games. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not surprised that multiple people are trying to trade out of Miami. Yeah. Uh, I am curious, though, as to what that number means. I mean, you say multiple, is that two, is that ten? Yeah, yeah it could be anything. Shout out to Mike Florio for breaking that news. Absolutely. Well, also, Mike Florio. our draft. Thank you, Tom. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> but how about Lamar Jackson? That guy had so good, man. I mean, five, five touchdowns. Touchdown, yeah. Sheesh. He only, he only ran the ball three times. Yeah. And I mean, something? something like that. It, it just shows that, I mean, granted, this Dolphins defense, yeah. it looked like they were playing with about eight guys. But, That's I like mean, a combination of the two, I think. Definitely. Ravens look really good. Dolphins look really bad. Yeah. Really, really bad. I'm excited to see what Lamar's going to do. I saw um, Marquise Brown only ran eight routes. Yeah. He ran eight routes. His first, his first two catches, like 120-something yards, two catches, and two touchdowns. Nice. I don't think you could start a career in a better way than that. 
and hopefully it just gets better for him. I mean, he's so fast. Yeah. Maybe maybe yeah. it's just like they were just trying to ease him in, but he just wanted to eat more. Yeah, so. I'm sure he'll, he'll play more and more, I would imagine. Definitely so. not worth picking up on your fantasy team, guys. <laughs> it's probably an anomaly. Don't even worry about him if he is on your wi- uh, waiver wire. Speaking of anomaly. Hopefully, I think I'm in the minority. I think most people would go Marquise over Ross. But There's going to be some coveted guys, and those are two guys that are definitely going to be... People are going to be fighting over those guys for sure. Go game theory wise or game script wise. Mm-hmm. Bengals are going to have much more favorable passing game scripts than the Ravens. Yeah, yeah. Ravens are going to be in positions where they can they can ground and pound. They can run the ball a lot, and then which is what I thought that what I expected against the Dolphins, and that didn't happen. So who knows really? But I mean, but even Mark Ingram had a nice little game. Yeah, it's, definitely. It's, it's not that he didn't play yeah. well. I mean, it's just I mean, yeah. RG three had a good fucking game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Speaking of anomaly, I, I definitely think uh, Sammy Watkins actually might be that. Um, I've never been the biggest Sammy Watkins believer, and I know he had an amazing game. But I, I think my main reason is that they were double covering Tyreek, and now that Tyreek's hurt, he's going to be out for a couple weeks. I mean, they're def- that, that defense is going to be spreading out a little bit more. I just don't see Sammy Watkins getting uh, as much, uh, uh, getting more attention from defenses, not getting as much attention from. Uh, from Pat Mahomes, so we'll have to see exactly what happens. I mean, yeah. yeah. It had 200 receivers. Oh, I think it was the like the 20th biggest receiving game in Chiefs history or something mm-hmm. like that against one of the elite passing yards. 198 I can yards. definitely see it being an anomaly, but I'm still Definitely. very impressed by that. For right. sure. I mean, it does not look like the Sammy Watkins from before, but yeah, I, I just I feel like after a couple game strips where uh, a defense are really trying to scheme against him, he's going to revert back to the old Sammy Watkins. Unfortunately, that wouldn't surprise me too much. Yeah. Any uh, any other things that you guys found uh, relatively interesting, uh, maybe a moment in one of the games? I liked it when um, Kyler Murray got sacrificed on offensive line. Oh, that was great. That's that's cla- That that moment, along with the Lions absolutely collapsing. I think they had like a twenty-four to six lead at one point. I think it was in the fourth quarter. There, yeah. twenty-four to six. The whole comeback was yeah. the fourth quarter, and time. they ended up tying that game. That's the most Lions thing that they could do is end up tying a game that they should have about dominated. But it was cool to see the Cardinal. I mean, the Cardinals' offense was obviously non-existent through the first three quarters of that game, but. To see Kyler maybe finally get his feet under him near the end of that game, it was, it was promising to see. He missed a lot of throws early on that he always makes. You know, he, he owns the record for career passing efficiency in college, and he, he got that by being super accurate. Yeah. He just missed a bunch of throws early on until he got really comfortable in the fourth quarter and overtime. I could definitely. I mean, Kyler Murray. I mean, it's your first game. It's against a a defense that's probably gonna be pretty good with Matt Patricia leading that way. I mean, he probably just had a little bit of opening game jitters. It took him a little bit to get his feet under him. But uh, who do they who do they got next week? They got the Ravens. Oh, yeah, Ravens next in week. Baltimore. That's gonna be a tough one so, for them next whew. week. So yeah, I mean, if he puts up on a good performance there, then I'm all in on Kyler. But I'm not expecting that. No. So a uh, minor sub story that maybe some people have heard a little bit about throughout this whole week. Uh, Antonio Brown been a little bit active. Amongst okay. Uh, wide receiver, Central Michigan. If he's on your waiver wire, check him out. He might be worth the ad. Never heard of him. AB, call God. Dude, uh, dude's, dude's got some ability. Is that the guy with the, he, he's the one that has the big chest? And the bleach blonde mustache. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. the guy. That's the guy. <laughs> but man, I mean, 
as all planned, right? It's all planned. I really so. hope it was. I think so. I mean, that that conspiracy of him just like all he wanted to do was be in New England, but the the Steelers obviously weren't gonna let that happen. He's like, all right, well, I'll just be a fucking psychopath <laughs> until Oakland's just like, I've had enough, and now he's just gonna be a perfect little soldier yeah. in New England. I feel like even when destroy he destroy the league, even when he signed with the Raiders, like he looked completely normal. I mean, he he yeah. took off his blonde mustache, and mm-hmm. then he he looked perfectly fine, and then maybe he got to Oakland and was like, oh, this isn't necessarily what I wanted. This clearly isn't what. Uh, what it would be like if I was on the Patriots. So maybe I should go back to acting completely nuts and uh, maybe I'll get my way to New England. From a Hall of Fame quarterback to Derek Carr, there's probably a pretty immediate feeling there to, to understand maybe this wasn't the right move for him. And um, for him to gently get put into the fold next week against the Dolphins, that that should be nice for him. Was he at the game on Sunday? I didn't see him on yeah, the sidelines. I was sideline. hoping I'd see him play against Pitt in his first game. <laughs> well, that would have been, been amazing. I at least wanted to see him on the sidelines, maybe talking to him. I don't know Juju. if he was there, but I did hear that if he wanted to be there, the NFL said he had to buy a ticket. Like, the Crafts couldn't invite oh, wow. him to their box. He needed to buy a ticket, which, I mean... <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. How He's can the Crafts not... I mean, he actually technically wasn't a part of the team until the Monday after. Oh, yeah. I see. Like legally, he wasn't part of the team. Yeah. Well, I yeah. guess once you get thirty million taken away from you, you probably don't have enough to support a ticket. Yeah. Exactly. Did y'all see Big Ben's response to Antonio going to New York? Whatever, man. Whatever. I mean, that's got to be exhausting, and, and you know they're gonna hear about it. I mean, especially after a performance like that. You know, you know who might have helped out the Steelers in that game. Who? Antonio Brown. Oh, that guy. Might have been helpful in that game. But, I mean, you can't... The way he acted, you can't want that guy on your roster. But, I mean, you know Belichick. You know the New England system. They're going to make him... He's going to be the next Randy Moss for that team. I, I wonder what... I mean, because I, I know the story for the Steelers going into the season was, you know, what is what's the team going to look like without Antonio Brown or Lev Bell? Uh, but, uh, I mean, obviously they started off horribly. But could I, it, I couldn't wonder, have gone worse, it looks like. Yeah, exactly. But I wonder if that's just this week and if they're going to go back next week into being a very dominant team. I don't, who are they facing next week? I'm actually not, not entirely sure on that. The Steelers, they have got the Seahawks. Which is tough. Yeah, definitely. Where's it at? Uh, in Pittsburgh. Okay. So that's good. That'll be a good game, though, yeah. for sure. That'll probably be the, the highlighted game. Yeah, probably. but I, just, I mean, if, if Seattle wins in a in a dramatic fashion, I, 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 I think maybe people are calling for Mike Tomlin to get out of there. Yeah, I mean, everybody knows how 0-2 statistically. If you if you start 0-2, it's real unlikely for you to 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 recover from that. Yeah, so. I think if the Steelers missed the playoffs for the second year in a row, I, that'd be. I mean, I would say Mike yeah, Tomlin's one of the top five candidates for a hot seat. Yeah, at least start talking about it. Absolutely, he lost control of that locker room. Where he, I mean, how how much control can you really have on AB? The whole Le'Veon Bell situation. It, it's been mishandled, but. They still got good pieces there, and I mean, we don't want to overreact, so week one, obviously, but they had arguably the worst performance of the week, you know? Yeah. The, the offense and the defense to just utterly not show up in that game. Do we uh, want to briefly talk about this team that nobody at this table cares about being uh, the Thursday night game? No, nah, we can just skip over Skipped that. over that? That's not that one. Yeah. No, no, we can talk about it. Um... When it comes to the Bears and Mitch Trubisky and all this stuff, I mean, obviously the Bears' defense was fantastic. I mean, that's not that that people weren't too. I mean, people were overly worried about that, honestly, with Fangio leaving. Obviously, they're gonna they they might regress a little bit, but they had like 27 picks last year. That's like Pat Mahomes throwing 50 touchdowns. Shit like that just doesn't happen. So, 
Obviously, the defense is going to take a step back. It's the offense that concerns me, man. They had, I think they ran the ball like 15 times. You, I mean, you signed, you, you drafted David Montgomery. You hyped David Montgomery up a whole bunch. Mike Davis, you paid him to be there. Um, Tariq Cohen didn't have a single rush attempt in the whole game. Wow. Tariq Cohen had eight catches or something like that, it's, which is fine. Like, Tariq Cohen's good in the open field if you can get him there. But, I mean, if he's going to be a wide receiver, let him be a wide receiver. If he's going to be a running back, you got to let him run the ball. But Trubisky's got to get his head on straight. He looked like he was about to fucking cry in his press conference after the game. He was defeated. He needs. I mean, he's just got to come back. They got a tough game against the Broncos next week in Denver uh, with Fangio, the old defensive coordinator for the Bears being the head coach. They obviously know that defense inside and out. It's a little different now, but it's the same guys, basically. So it'll be a good test for Trubisky. Not that the Broncos looked any good against the Raiders, but... It'll be a good test. He's really got to. He's got to take a step forward this week. Yeah, I'm curious yeah. to see how Fangio is going to game plan against Trubisky. You know, Trubisky is still relatively young. Yep. So we never. I mean, Fangio probably knows how to break down Mitch really, really well. So absolutely. we'll have to see. I mean, I, I would not start Mitch Trubisky this week. No, absolutely not for sure. I mean, just like last week when uh, Adrian Amos got that game-winning pick against the Bears, the former safety, he said he knew. He said he knew. He he'd seen that before. He'd seen Mitch make that throw before. So. I mean, if a, if a safety can make that call, what do you think the former defensive coordinator of the best defense in the league can do? Yeah. So, it'll be, yeah, I wouldn't start Mitch. I, I'm not too worried about the offense in general. We got we to gotta just balance out the run game. Yeah, Give about, David Montgomery a chance. Right? Yeah, he's fine. I know he, Mike Davis had more snaps and probably touches too, yeah, right? He had one, sure more, one more carry. I don't think he had any catches. Montgomery had one catch, so it might have been about even, but, I mean, it was five carries for Montgomery, six for Davis. Anthony Miller was. They're both pretty good. One target. Yeah, definitely. Each of them average. I mean, they averaged over like three and a half a carry. About that, which I mean, it's not fantastic, but you can't get any any type of momentum going when you just get the ball five or six times. You can't build off anything. So. I would imagine David Montgomery's a guy that needs to have a lot of carries to get in rhythm, right? He yeah. seems like that kind of For sure. Back. And it was funny, man. It was. Uh, it must have been the Saturday after the Thursday game. The Bears tweeted uh, like boy we can't wait to see more of this with a David Montgomery like run like he he turned what should have been a two-yard loss into like a six-yard gain and it just all the replies were just like what the fuck are you doing why how can you post this right now like obviously we know we need this guy we don't need to be known that we didn't give it to him at all week one (laughs) uh yeah I mean uh to nobody on the podcast or at least the listeners know that Tom and I actually have a bet for, uh, winning that bet currently. Yeah, well, yeah, currently he is winning that About bet. 30 yards. But uh, <laughs> Tom and I have a bet as far as who's going to get the most yards between T.Y. Hilton and Allen Robinson. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, this bet was made before uh, Angelo tragically retired in a very dramatic wow. fashion. But uh, that night while I was crying in the shower, I got a text message from Tom <laughs> asking... If I wanted to buy out for $25. You never even responded. I, I did not. That was rude. I did not. <laughs> I didn't respond because I said, fuck Tom. Fuck Tom. Uh, I'm not going to buy out of that because I still believe that T.Y. Hilton can have a better uh, overall yeah. season than Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson has... T.Y. is the better big play guy, right? Yeah, like, I, I mean, T.Y. eats yards. Like, T.Y., his well, whole livelihood is yards. If this is what if this is what Trubisky's going to do, let's just listen to this. The only other receivers who had catches... Like wide receivers, not tight ends or running backs, were Cordero Patterson, who had one catch, 
Taylor Gabriel, who had two catches. And where was Andy and Miller? One target. One target. End, I, of, end of list. Snap counts on him. Maybe he wasn't playing. He played much. 22% of the offensive snaps. Okay, so not he many. is. He. Uh, it was his ankle or his shoulder. Yeah. He, he, he can't. He's coming off shoulder surgery, which is fine. He hurt his ankle near uh, the middle of training camp, so he missed some time in training camp. They said the scheme just wasn't right yeah. at the time. But I mean, what fucking scheme? It was a one possession game the whole game. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not out of your scheme when it's that close. I mean, you could have been running the ball in the whole fourth quarter. They didn't run the ball a single time in the fourth quarter. Wow. The last run they had was with 10 minutes left in the third. I do think it's kind of funny how um, the only points that they got was from the kicker. Eddie Pinheiro. Eddie Dinero Pinheiro. Because everybody's been, been <laughs> criticizing the Bears uh, for their kicking game, and that's the only one that actually showed up. Yep. And <laughs> so we can transition to the other guy who maybe didn't show up and maybe possibly almost definitely certainly cost you the game. 100%. Yeah, the GOAT. Adam Vinatieri. <laughs> uh, he's 46 years old. And it's starting to show. Yeah. I mean, I, I think he might have had some kind of injury. I know in, in mid-August he had some kind of situation where, where he he didn't practice for a couple days. Uh, so maybe, you know, anytime he just moves his leg, he's got, he got, he's got a growing injury or something going on with him. He's, I mean, he's old. Yep. Uh, is he the greatest kicker of all time? Yes. That does that mean that we got to keep him on for another four years when he turns 50? No. People won't remember this season if this is the type of season he has. He's yeah. obviously still going to be the greatest kicker of all time. But, I mean, to miss two kicks and an extra point, that if you make any of those, that gives your team a win. There's a big difference between yeah. 1-0 and 0-1. You're right. Uh, and, I mean, a lot of people didn't believe that the Colts were actually going to show up as well as they did with a, a Chargers offense who, who uh, well, a Chargers team who, Went deep into the playoffs last year. Um, so, I mean, we're definitely going to have to see where this kind of plays out. I mean, is this just a, a one, you know, kind of one game because uh, the Chargers were out of uh, with from their left tackle. They didn't have him. They didn't have Derwin James on defense. Uh, no Melvin Gordon. So was it really that they got lucky as far as, like, a lot of Chargers players being out or if the, the Colts team is really this legit? But, uh, yeah, I mean, Phillip Rivers got, uh, I think it was four sacks. And uh, I think about nine nine pressures and then a pick from a late hooker that was beautiful. Yeah. Absolutely pick. One beautiful. Scoop, pick. One handed scooped it in the end zone. Yeah. Saved the game for the moment. Definitely. At least. And then it all fell to shit. Yeah, the offense looked good. I mean, Marlon Mack, most most led yards the, in the league. Led the league in led rushing. T.Y. Yeah. Hilton and that really. Seven really yards good. of carry, man. Yeah. That's what you want. T.Y. Hilton had one of my favorite touchdowns I've ever seen of his, yeah. which is amazing. He, he ended up about two yards behind the line of scrimmage at one point in that catch. And yeah. Then turned it into a touchdown. Yeah, and I don't really want to get too much into Eric Ebron's touchdown, no touchdown situation, where if it was a catch or not. But I, I definitely thought it was a catch, but uh, whatever, man. I'm not gonna I'm not going to argue with the NFL <laughs> at this point. I mean, that's just the... It's just a head. I just swear, a man. It's, it's like sometimes they just go under the booth and they flip a coin and whatever it comes out as, they're just going to roll with it. it. It's very confusing what they're doing with some of these yeah. rules and some of these calls. Yeah, it looked like a touchdown to me. I mean, the ball never hit the floor. He never it never fell out of his hand. I mean, he yeah, he bobbled it, but it stayed on his body the whole time. So, okay. to me, that was a catch, but whatever. I mean, they didn't make it, and then after that, they tried a field goal, and Adam Vinatieri missed it. So, yeah. So his punch is going down to broken collarbone. Is it Deion Kane time? Yes. Paris Campbell time. Both. I mean, Paris Campbell's more of a slot guy. So, 
I think Deion Kane will definitely be on the outside. I don't know who eats more out of the situation, if it's between Kane or Ebron. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, it definitely, I think, makes it a little easier for uh, for Frank Reich when they had a little bit too many mouths to feed. And I've always been a big Kane guy. I've always thought that Kane's going to take over that uh, that wide receiver two spot opposite of T.Y. midway through the season because I've never really, really been that big of a Funches guy. Uh, and I'm not really, I'm not happy about Funches being hurt. Obviously, that's not a good thing for the Colts team. But uh, I think, uh, I, I mean, it's Deion Kane town. Let's see what he can do. I've always been a huge fan. Time to make a move, for sure, for sure. So, uh, I think, I mean, it'd, it'd be rude of us not to mention what was probably the game of the week, honestly. Monday night, uh, Texans Saints. That game, for the first time in Monday night history, uh, there was two lead changes in the final minute of the game. That's wild, man. That's wild. I mean, but the, it looks like the Texans might have the same old problems that they've had is Deshaun Watson diving head first from the two-yard line, landing square on his back and nearly coming out of the game. Deshaun Watson, I mean, I, I respect the mentality of I'm going to get this ball in the end zone I'm going to score this touchdown for my team, but at some point, man, take a step out of bounds. It's first and goal at the two. If your team can't get in from the two, that says more about your team, and you just got to – it's going to be a bigger loss – for your team if you hurt yourself on that play than just getting the touchdown. And they ran the ball well, so I don't know why. Yeah, I mean, something need to, to run Deshaun I mean, out there. I, Deshaun, when he ran out, I don't know what defender it was, but it hit him right square in the knee. I thought you know that was the issue. I, I, I didn't know that it was a back issue. I thought it was a knee one. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that hit did not look good, and I, I he should not be out there. I mean, You they, can tell he was playing hobbled the rest of the game. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what was so amazing about that last final drive, just two darts that were perfectly on the moon that, while he's hobbled. You know, that really. last throw, he got destroyed. He yeah. got fucked up. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you got to give him credit. That dude is an absolute warrior, but, I mean, how heartbreaking. You yeah. you think you have the game-winning drive? Okay, I'll, I'd be happy to give Drew Brees the ball. At the 25-yard line with, like, what, under 50 seconds or something no, no, to go? 30 seconds. 30 seconds, something crazy like that? I feel yeah. good in that spot. I'm not yeah. feeling like, oh, I might have left him too much time. No, you yeah, got to be happy. You're not thinking yeah. about leaving too much time. Of course. Of yeah, course. but then again, the Texans screwed it up by playing prevent on that third down. That was ridiculous. No sense. That, that doesn't make any sense. Like, you understand they're not trying to get a touchdown right now. They're trying to get into a place where a top five kicker in the league can make that kick. Yeah, that you would know? be real dumb. Yeah. I mean, it seems like a Bill O'Brien call, which he has not looked like the smartest guy well, in the last couple well, of Whether it's a Bill O'Brien call or not, it's going to fall onto his lap because, I mean, he's made some questionable moves. I mean, the Kenny Stills move is seemingly paying off. He he, he was a good oh, addition yeah. to that Laramie Tunsil trade. But Laramie Tunsil will find his way on that offensive line. It's not going to be immediate, but it'll be good to have him yeah. helping out, protecting Deshaun, for sure. I think that third sack was Laramie Tunsil's fault. It was. It was. So. Missed assignment. Yeah. Too much weed, man. Probably it. Too <laughs> much weed, too much Confederate flag. Too much Confederate flag. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now we'll get into some gambling lines that we'd like to, see, that we'd like to look over going into week, uh, week two. Seeing the some spreads that we like, some over unders, any tips like that. I wouldn't advise listening to any of my advice when it comes to gambling because I come out pretty uh, on the negative end when it comes to that. But you know that's not going to stop me moving forward. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm typically more of a DraftKings guy, but this is interesting looking at these lines. So yeah, let's let's make some some hot calls here, guys. Some hot takes. I'm really interested in seeing right now. I'm looking at the uh, Vikings Packers game in Green Bay. They got the Packers favored by two and a half. I respect that. Um, 
the Packers obviously played great. Their their defense was fantastic against the Bears. I don't know if that was a uh, more the Packers defense being great or the Bears offense being bad or a combination of the two, but that Vikings offense looked real good with that offensive line. They they opened up some gaping holes for Dalvin Cook. So I wouldn't be surprised to see Minnesota winning outright in that game, you know? I can see that too. Yeah. The total's pretty high. It's at 46. Yep. Just considering that the Green Bay-Chicago game was 10-3. to 3. Yeah. So that was a 13-point total. They got this total at 46. So I would even take the under on the, on that. I even have, well. Oh, yeah, yeah. actually it's moved to 44.5 now. That's, so people have moved it down. They noticed yeah. that too. Just because, I mean, it, I really think Minnesota likes the strategy of, hey, maybe maybe we don't let Kirk Cousins throw the ball all that much and uh, and let Dalvin Cook be the running back we wanted him to be. And mm-hmm. he looks like he can be that guy being healthy and behind a, a decent offensive line. Yeah, as long as he stays healthy. As a Alexander Madison looked pretty good, too. Looked, oh, yeah, he, he looked yeah. a lot like Dalvin Cook. Yeah. As good. a Ziggs owner, I definitely want Kirk Cousins to spread the ball around just a little bit. I have shares yeah. of him and Thielen, so... Maybe pass. more than maybe more than ten passes. Pass, but who knows with Kirk Cousins, man? He's all over the place. I think this Tampa Bay Carolina game on Thursday is going to be fun to watch. We'll see if if Jameis can rebound from that terrible no. yeah, two pick sixes. Um, and I was really excited about the Bruce Arians offense. But yeah. Obviously, it's going to take a little while for Jameis to get acquainted with that. And actually, this total has moved down a little bit. I'm seeing at forty nine and yeah, a half. It was fifty and a half to open. It was at fifty eight. 50 and a half. Okay, so okay. it's moved down oh, one point. Sheesh. Like, and Carolina went from being a five point favorite to a six and a half point favorite. Yeah. So that's moving in their direction. I'd probably, I'll probably take the over in this. I think this is going to be a pretty high scoring game. You saw Panthers gave up like 30 points or something like that to the Rams. Mm-hmm. That defense, they're going to be hit and miss throughout the year. They haven't been fantastic too much lately. And uh, I think Tampa Bay is going to be one of those teams where if they're looking to get wins, it's going to be because of that offense. They're going to need to have to keep up with teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So nobody thinks this. This is definitely a hot take here. But I think the Bucks' defense is better than people think. So last week, the Niners really didn't do anything. Jameis threw two pick sixes. They finished with 31 points. Uh, Matt Breed, I think he was second in yards per carry last year. Only averaged 2.5 yards per carry against the Bucks. I think there's a chance that that defense is a little better than people think. Yeah, I mean, when, when you got Jameis putting your, your defense in such rough positions, even with just pick sixes and stuff, yep. it does it does make it look worse than it might have been. That's for mm-hmm. sure. That's for sure. See, I think well, how many real touchdowns did this offense have? They had one touchdown, I think. Yeah, one passing touchdown from Jimmy Garoppolo to Richie James Jr. I will remind everybody that I think Jimmy Garoppolo is not a good football well, player. Well, Kittle almost had two touchdowns, but they called them both yeah. back. Kittle yeah. did have two yeah. touchdowns he called did. back. That man, he's such a beast. Kittle's my daddy. Yeah, if you can buy low on Kittle, I would do that in a heartbeat. I, mean, I might in the league. I think I could potentially turn like Darren Waller plus something into Kittle, I think. We'll see. Darren Waller had a nice game. Yeah, Waller's going to be good. Yeah. For be sure. Good. For sure. All right, what's another line that we could look at here? I'm a little insulted that this Bears-Broncos line is essentially a pick uh, With the the Bears minus one, I mean, I understand the Bears offense didn't show up, but I think we thought the Broncos defense would be more than what it's looking like, at least, with Fangio running the show over there. And uh, it looks like that defense was not expecting the Raiders to be mentally prepared for that game. Mm-hmm. So maybe it was just uh, kind of expected less from the Raiders. 
than than what they got, but I don't think that defense is maybe as good as we think. So I think the Bears kind of take that one pretty easily because they know they came into the season with expectations, and um, they're gonna uh, hopefully they're gonna bounce back and take a, a solid win. I know it's just a pick 'em, but. I'll take the Bears now. Yeah, I'll take the Bears. I think sure. uh, I, I think I will take the under as far as total points for the game goes, though. 40, 40, 40 and a half is That's fair. a little higher for me. I feel like it's going to be a very defensive-heavy game. Joe Flacco yeah. versus Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, oh, I can, yeah. See, I can yeah. see that being a low-scoring game. Yeah, exactly. I, I think the Bears' defense on its own is, is phenomenal. And also, I think Vic Fangio, Vic Fangio just knows the Chicago Bears' offense way too much. Yep. Uh, 40 True. points, that's, that's ridiculous for me. How about this? It ha- it's moved down a half a point, not much. Yeah. yeah. And how about this uh, NFC Championship game rematch? If only we're back in New Orleans. Uh, Saints at Rams. Over under at 54. This could be a game yeah, like last yeah. year, that Rams-Chiefs Monday night game, when I think by the end of that game, the over-under was set, like the live over-under was set at like 105. Something well, like that. I will say going into that week, uh, for our work thing in the pick'em, I was the only one who picked over 100 points, which may sound stupid, but I was right. <laughs> you, I remember that. Absolutely. <laughs> that was the most fun football game I think I've ever watched. It was just back and forth, back and forth. Mahomes versus Goff, and that was, that was wild. Amazing game. That was great. But yeah, I said over 100, and I was right. Absolutely. 54 sounds about right. I might push there. Uh, minus three and a half. I don't know. I mean, the Saints just looked way too good. They've got some vengeance on their mind. Yeah, I mean, I would just definitely, maybe, I would probably put it the opposite. I would probably put uh, the Rams minus three yeah, instead it, of... It's in It LA, is Rams minus you know? three. I think there's been a trend, too. These home teams playing in L.A. Yeah. Whether it be the charge of the Rams. It's just not that it's home crushed. field advantage you want. I was looking at, I was actually, because the Bears play the Rams later this year, and I was looking at tickets. I mean, you can get decent tickets at a Rams game for like 90 bucks. It's not even that big, so it's, it's always going to be, I mean, and you know Saints fans are going to travel well. It's going to be 60-40, right. 55-45. It's going to be close. Well, yeah, I mean, when uh, well, on Sunday Sunday's game from the Colts and the and the Chargers, I mean, whenever the Colts scored, there was a huge roar. Yes, dude. So many people. I, like, twice I, I said to myself during that game, I, like, this looks like it's a fucking Colts game, like yeah. a, a Colts home game. Wow. It's crazy. So many Colts fans. Good, sad because the Rams are such a good team. And good thing the yeah, NFL gave LA the two football fans oh, that's right, that's right. care They're both great teams, though. Yeah, but I mean, you they think don't that care. the Chargers would actually have fans since they've been in that general vicinity. Yeah, about three hours or three, three and a half hours? It would be so I bizarre. Closer than that. Maybe, it's, maybe that's right. I was thinking it was more like two and a half to San Diego. Like, I don't know how I would I'm feel sure. if the Chicago Bears became like the Springfield Bears. Like, it's just like they, they stayed in the state, but they betrayed the major city that you've always been a part of. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Being a Chargers fan, being like a Ram, like a St. Louis Rams fan, you probably hate the Rams if you're a St. Louis Rams fan. But being a San Diego Chargers fan, transitioning to an L.A. Chargers fan, it's probably not as difficult. Shout out to all the St. Louis Rams fans who are now Indianapolis Colts fans. I welcome <laughs> you. You guys can jump on the Bears bandwagon. We have a quarterback. Uh, yeah, I don't have a team, man. I take it back. Yeah, well, I mean, we ran a poll on our uh, on our Twitter where we asked who was going to have a better game between Jacoby Brissett and Mitch Trubisky. I don't know which one of you two put that poll up. It wasn't me. Definitely not me. It wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't I. It definitely wasn't me. I thought it was for what? sure, Josh. Lincoln, you're an asshole. Uh, I just it really wasn't me. It was me. Of course it was me. Of course it was me. But yeah, Jacoby Brissett had a... Just a slight better game than Mitch Trubisky. 
Yeah. I will say Eddie the Pinero. The test, he looks better than, than before when we saw him a couple years ago. Yeah, oh, 100%. I, would imagine so. I mean, mm-hmm. when we saw him a couple years ago, he had about 35 minutes to get ready for the season. Yeah, for week yeah. two. And yeah. different coach. We're just still with Chuck Pagano. Uh, who's yeah. you know who's not a great offensive coach? Not I mean, a he is a, he is a defensive coach. Not a head coach. Yeah, not a good head coach. Chuck Pagano not getting enough credit this week for the defensive performance the Bears yeah, put on. Chuck Pagano knows how to run a defense, but I mean, if you if you want to run in a, a quarterback into a Chuck Pagano head coach head coached uh, team uh, last minute, it's just not going to work. I mean, Chuck Pagano just doesn't know how that situation yeah, works. No, that's not the right. Frank move. Reich is now the perfect head coach for Chuck Brissett, you know, to be there. And, uh, yeah, I mean, Jacoby Brissett looked great. If only we can get a kicker. You could say that Frank Reich would be the Reich fit. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? I don't get it. Reich, yeah, I don't know. It's a Reich. play on words. Reich. Like, right, the right fit, like the correct fit, uh, but his last name is Reich. Right fit. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's A1 material. But his last name is Reich. I know, but if you say it quick, like, say it quick. Reich. Say quick. I right. bet, I bet right. he's pretty right. good. You could think that it's like right. Oh. The, he's the right fit. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Oh, nice. You know, right. they say that jokes don't work if you have to explain them, but that well, one works yeah. better after better explained it. I think the, the more you explain them, the better. Yeah. And the more you tell the same joke, the funnier it gets. Right. Does it smell like... Does it smell like Updog in here, guys? What's Updog? Oh, not much, dog. What's going on with you? What? <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah, um, what's Updog up? isn't a smell. What's up? Just say like uh, as if I were if as if I were greeting Lincoln. Like, what's up, dog? You don't know what Updog is. Oh doing? no. <laughs> Wait, what's up, dog? Oh. <laughs> See, now I was in on it, but I acted like I wasn't, so oh. we can get Tom. Nice. I can't believe I got fooled by my own gag. Sheesh. Hey, can you pass me that, uh... Split? Yeah. Yeah, yeah bro. Here you go. Here. There it is, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's get back to these lines here. <laughs> the Lions. Uh, yeah, the yes. Lions looked uh, the Lions quite amazing, Lions. I would say, against Kyler Murray for the first three quarters of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh... They are now going to be facing the Los Angeles Chargers, who are a pretty okay team. Yeah. I will say, you know, they're they're, 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 they're good. They're, they're okay. The Chargers are very okay. I, I mean, stand by that Super Bowl prediction for the San Diego Los Angeles of at Chargers team. Yeah. Super Bowl favorite. I disagree. I this is still a Patriots. This yeah, is still a Patriots in my opinion. Yeah, Patriots and AZ led Patriots squad. They might go nineteen and nine. They really might. Yeah. You see their I schedule? Have you seen the Patriots' schedule? Well, every year, I mean, every there's like two good teams in the whole conference. Yeah. You know? The first eight right. games, they don't play playoff teams. Whew. They had a first-place schedule. They should, I mean, I understand, yeah. like, they're eventually going to play first-place teams who were in the playoffs, but, I mean, to start the season basically with a cakewalk where we can implement Antonio Brown slowly into this offense and have him ready by the time the games are really starting to matter... That's crazy. It's not fair. It's just not fair. Must be nice. Here's a line I like. The Dallas line, man. I'll bet the over. They're they're favored by five over Washington. They just look so good. I see them winning by at least ten. So so with what we saw in Dallas and what Dallas did to New York, granted New York, bottom bottom tier team, I think we could say the same about the Redskins, uh, the the Washington football franchise. Washington football franchise. Washington football franchise. Mm -hmm. Um... See what they did. They they're 
a middle bottom. They looked a little better than people expected, I imagine. Certainly better than people expected. Terry McLaurin looked really good. At one point in the second half, the time of possession in the second half was like 20 minutes to 5 minutes. And it's just like, you can't do anything about it. Like, if you can't get the offense off the field, you're not going to win that game. Yeah, I'm an outed Cowboys hater, and I will say that they look kind of great. They look real, real fucking good. Kellen Moore. Yeah, I we'll hear see. that they were saying that Jerry Jones said that it's imminent that Dak Prescott gets a contract in the next couple of days, which for is his own benefit if he did it. Yeah, because I mean, if Dak somehow, some way goes on some crazy ass run and wins a playoff game or He's two, cost or a lot gets more. more, there's no way they get him already in. Dak. Did you did you guys see that um, that thing at the stadium where they? Yes. Yes, that was so cool. Yeah, the, the I player want that. picture thing. Yes. Did you, Did you see that? See it? It's, it's amazing. Let me pull it up. So here. it's basically if you haven't seen it, it's like a big TV screen video monitor mm-hmm. where you can pick five players. I think the person picked like uh, Amari Cooper, Dak, Travis Frederick, Zeke, and someone else. So you just pick five players on the team and then you just pose like with your family. And then the camera, there's a camera and it, it goes on to you. And then they basically implement the players into the picture, but not like corny cut in. It's like as if they actually walked into the picture and they pose like really naturally for the picture based on how you're standing. It was super impressive wow. and it looks like a real picture, like you're actually around these guys. I mean, it's amazing. I, it. I just thought it. Check Some out. of that, this technology that's coming out is a little scary. Yeah. I'm thinking of like, what, what's the, the fake thing? The, the deep fake. The deep, deep fake. fake. Dude, that stuff creeps me out. There's, there's so many things that, you know, Paul well, right. That Joe Rogan deepfake, that was crazy. Well, they started off this whole deepfake. I'm not sure which university it was started oh, this at. This is amazing. Yeah, but they started off that whole deepfake stuff with politicians. Like, imagine what they could say. I mean, they could probably try to make, like, some kind of claim about how exactly. Donald Trump thinks that a hurricane could hit Alabama. Like, some kind of crazy thing or that, that happened. Donald Trump would, like, nuke a hurricane or something crazy. Like that. Yeah. Oh, actually, that, that... You guys heard about that story, though, right? About the... He was certain that the Dorian was gonna hit Alabama, so he he added a sharpie. Uh, <laughs> it was like it was like the Weather Channel's uh, I guess like tracker of the hurricane, and it was basically just hitting the Carolinas, uh, Georgia, and Florida. And he just added an extra sharpie, not even the same Don't color. Get down here. He's like, yeah, it's gonna go through Florida and still hit Alabama. So Alabama needs to worry about this. We just need a White House News Network, and you yeah. can run the weather. Trump's the weather man. Man. Yeah, I would yeah. love that. He said he said he knows m- more about hurricanes than more, most people. So never heard of the Category Five storm, though. Yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> that was amazing. If you're a Trump supporter, you know it's okay. So I know more about hurricanes than you do. Yeah. Who <laughs> says that? Dude, my dad can beat up your dad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a hurricane expert. Do you uh, do you tell that to your son? No, he tells it to all his friends. It's true. No, no, no. Do you, do you tell your son that that your dad could beat up his dad? Are you trying to say that my son is not really my son? No, I'm saying that your dad could beat you up. Oh, I can kick my dad's ass. He's got a tiny penis. I hear that. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. no, no, no. See, I got my mom's dick. I've told this story. Oh. You guys don't know this? I don't think I've heard the thing your is, mom's I, dick I story. I had my dad probably, you know, when I was in elementary school. We used to take showers together. Realized my dad had a tiny penis. Is that why he stopped taking showers with you? But it, my penis just kept on getting bigger. And I was like, what the heck? How did I get this giant penis? Couldn't have been and, from um, your dad. I've turns seen out, it. I got my mom's dick. Um, Grandpa's nice size Have pecker. you seen your mom's dick and or your grandfather's dick? Is there a chance that you your supposed dad is not your real dad? I haven't seen either of their penises, but I can just only conclude after seeing my father's that you know, genetic says Does it came your from penis 
resemble your father's penis? Like, I know size isn't there, mm-hmm. but does it look like your yeah. father's penis? Well, like, just both, a larger version of it. They both look pretty similar, and that's it. So maybe, so, yeah, like probably that, 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 yeah. There you, you go. Know what I mean? Yeah. Both sure. good wieners, but one's yeah. smaller than the other. Well, you know, it's okay. Sometimes hey. girls want a smaller one. Hey, yeah. there's nothing wrong or with guys. Emotion. Sometimes guys might be wanting a smaller one. Emotion of the ocean. Exactly. If your wiener doesn't work, just stick your thumb up there. My well, small I don't even know the difference. Basically, yeah. feels the same for both parties. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, good trick though, man. If you're about to blow your load and you think it's too soon, just do pull it. out. No, do it. Stick your thumb in there. Yeah. No, just, just. Well, I mean, you can finish and then. I mean. Just finish. Okay. Continue. Just keep with going. It. No, no, just finish. And never stop. Just finish and go to sleep. In out. There you go. Mm-hmm. It's an option. Why yeah. do you guys keep trying? Just go to sleep. Yeah. Got, got, I got done what I needed to get done. Exactly. Do you guys have any like yeah. go-to sayings that y'all go to like? You know, when you're having sex? Yeah, I go have, have uh, here's the stuffing. Here's the stuffing. I nice. think, I think take me out to the ball game. If I can get through it one and a half times, we're mm-hmm. good. We're good. Yeah. I used to try to be innovative to, to last longer, actually. That's how I learned to uh, say the alphabet backwards. I was trying to last longer. You can't say the alphabet backwards. I mean, anybody can pretend to say letters and mumble. Z Y X W V U T S R Q P O N M L K H I J F E D C B A. I can neither confirm nor deny if that was correct. I don't even know it front words. But yeah, anyways, that's also here's the real question: Who put those letters in that order? Yeah, this is a bullshit order. Except for A B C. I like that part. My first grade teacher. A B C. Yeah, I mean. Oh. I like A B C. My knowledge. And I like X Y Z. I also like L M N O P. Elemento is my favorite word. Elemento P. Elemento. Those three sequences. It just flows nice. better than any portion I, of that song. You guys want to go into the ABC song? Let's oh, name our favorite it. letters all at the same time. Okay? okay. Alright. One, two, three, R. I J. Um, but I'm narcissistic. I wasn't sure. I said R. I don't know why I said R. But. Because like you're R. R. Kelly. Big R. Kelly. I don't. I saw R. Kelly live once. Yeah. I mean, before I mean, he he's been problematic for a long time, <laughs> but it was in the middle stage from when he was problematic to when we were just like, he might have raped some people mm-hmm. to now when he's like, okay, he's a full on rapist. Yeah, he's a yeah. he's a philanthropist. A full on rapist. Oh, okay. Right. Same thing. Right. But I mean, he does some philanthropy on the side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Are you but saw yeah. that at where to see him? I saw him at Bonnaroo. Oh, you've been to Bonnaroo before? Bonnaroo. Bonnaroo Music and... Bo- no, Bonnaroo. There's no G. You got it wrong. Bongaroo. Bongaroo. <laughs> Weed. Fucking <laughs> 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 dopers. But R. Kelly's show was the best thing... The best thing I've ever seen at a live concert in my life. I was... Uh, we were... My, my current wife, former girlfriend at the time, uh, walking through the crowd trying to get to our spot. I see out of the corner of my eye a larger gentleman butt naked on the ground humping the ground and i point to my wife or i i, I tap her on the shoulder i was like hey whatever you do don't look over there <laughs> she looks over there and she just ran just ran off terrified <laughs> but i mean it was understandable but that's what drugs will do to you guys so just stay off wait i mean could have been heroin wait drugs will let me have sex with the floor if your dick's hard enough I gotta get my hands on some drugs, man. Yeah, I mean, any 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 kind of the right drug can get you hard enough. Mm-hmm. It's probably a, a mix of Viagra and cocaine the guy had, if I had mm-hmm. guessed. 
Yeah. It's one of my favorite drug combos. Solid one-two punch. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So uh, I know last week we didn't talk about any entertainment stuff, so maybe we should just uh, transition into that. Dive into that a little bit? Yeah, I've been listening to this podcast, The Film Room. Oh, yeah? Hilarious. Funniest guys I've ever heard. It's huge. And did you see how handsome the the, the whole cast is except the two other guys who aren't currently talking? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So good looking. I, I didn't say anything because I think they're all ugly. Yeah. Not gay. Not gay. <laughs> as long as they're not gay. Married. <laughs> two of us are married to women. One's actually scared. Commitment. I'm not scared. Scared of commitment. I'm not. Scared of commitment. We'll, we'll get married. One day. Probably not, though. We will. It's okay. So, yeah. Anything? Any uh, any movies? Uh, new uh, music or anything like that we've do- ha- divin, dive, and dove into lately? I just saw the movie It, and... It was kind of bad. <laughs> what, what, what was kind of bad? It was bad. It was bad. What was? It. Huh? It. 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 Shit. Tap. Chapter. Poo. Shit. Two. So chapter. Shit, poo. Chapter. Poo. I saw the first one, and as 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 a person who is avidly You're a person as a a real life human being. Are you a human or are you a dancer? You yeah, guys. A dancer. You guys want to hear the Indian joke no, to that I song? That. I hate it. Okay, do you know what the Indian version of Are We Human or Are We Dancers is? No. Are we human, or I'm sorry, are we we cumin or are we peppers? (laughs) (laughs) Or are we peppers? That's good. That's good. We'll get on to the rest of that. Alright, how about we talk about the first it? The first it wasn't that bad. I'm I'm extremely irrationally scared of clowns. Like, I I saw the original it when I was like five years old, and it just scarred me for the rest of my life. I've seen it. I've seen the original recently, and I'm like, wow, this was the dumbest fucking movie of all time. Holy like, crap! Hey, this just broke actually. What's that? Um, Patriots wide receiver Antonio Brown accused of three separate incidents of sexual assault and rape, according to federal lawsuit. <laughs> What the f- yeah, Wow. That just broke two minutes ago. No Shit. way. I swear. Breaking news. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I guess we're not getting into our it. Let's just put it, let me just make it quick. It is a bad movie. It was not good. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh but yeah, let's go see the, the Twitter Adam machine Schefter or Ian Rappaport on this. Wow, man. Man, I was so close to making it. Kelly. Yep. Wow, we put that in the atmosphere, I think. Wow. Wow. Wait. Was Antonio Brown the guy at the concert humping the ground? Mm, was he though? That's a good question. Nah, he's got two was he humping? Nice was he humping the ground at Bonnaroo? I bet you it might have been him. It was, Julie wouldn't have ran it off was because Antonio Brown's ass. You know what I mean? She'd it, been like, yeah. yeah, not bad. Definitely. That's like, actually. Yeah, that's. Um, I'm not seeing anything on Twitter about it. Are you serious? I'm seeing it all over Twitter. There's so many sources. I don't even know where to go. Let's see what Adam Schefter's got. Hashtag first world uh, problems. Ian Rappaport already talked so about sources, it a little man. bit. Uh, I am so sorry to the people listening. So so then, is Antonio Brown going to get cut? Yeah. I mean, do you even to. deal with this well, if you're the Patriots? No. This is not... This works out all the time. never had a shirt on. This is something that uh, Bill Belichick doesn't put up with. No, you don't waste your time on that. I mean... It's, it's, it's things like do your job. Yeah, you exactly. Saw, but you know, Bill Belichick's pretty quick to cut people. Yeah. I mean, I've we've seen the transformation... From what Josh Gordon was mentally to what he is now, mm-hmm. he is 
fully ingrained in I am a patriot and I am about the patriot way. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what they wanted to turn AB into, but I think it might be too late. Did you that. did you hear about what uh what Bill Belichick had to say about the term the Patriot Way? Former trainer. What was that? Did you hear about what, what Bill Belichick said about the term the Patriot Way? No. He said, I've never used that myself. I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the most Bill Belichick thing ever. My 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 favorite football quote of the season so far, it was before, it was going into week one. Someone asked Bill Belichick, like, I understand this is your 10,000th season in the NFL, but do you still get excited about the uh, week one? He's like, yeah, I like football. I like what goes along with football. I enjoy football. It's like, yeah, man, <laughs> I totally best. feel that. He's the best. Bill Belichick, the fact that someone even tries to ask Bill Belichick a stupid ass question like that with no depth at all it's like why are you wasting your time you know that's the type of response right. you're about to get from him man, i can't get over this though guys antonio brown man it's i mean i know i'm the conspiracy theorist to the three of us without a doubt you know mm -hmm. but i was off antonio brown all off season i didn't draft him anywhere i had like no. hundreds of best ball drafts i maybe took him once or twice yeah and it's because of all this controversy surrounding him it seems very manufactured and fabricated and systematic like it comes out almost we yeah, daily yeah, it's like a routine at this point. Like, I mean, after after AB put the that uh, that letter on uh, on Instagram where he was getting fined, it wasn't. I mean, at least for me, and I'm sure for you guys, it wasn't like, wow, I can't believe he did, that he did this. It's wow, I wonder what he's gonna do next. Right. Like exactly. we knew this isn't the end of this story, mm -hmm. so. The, the fact that he hired a social media consultant to find out the easiest way to get out of Oakland, like that's insane. <laughs> that so I mean it just shows that this is all this is all premeditated. Every yeah. step he's a smart guy. There, I mean he hasn't got to where he's gotten without being at least a little smart. He knew what he was doing. He didn't want to be there and he got his way out. Yeah, I mean for I'm, I'm the curious sake, to see how this is gonna play out. For the sake of everybody involved, I hope it didn't happen. But I mean if it happened, this you can't you just can't let this guy play. You no, just can't I mean, let him be in the I, league. There's absolutely no. If I should have. There should be no tolerance for this kind of. If behavior. we're suspending guys for a quarter of the season and for smoking weed and shit, rape needs to be a higher priority. A, a, a little bit more severe than a quarter yeah. of the season. Yeah, rape's know? worse than pot, right? You I. Yes. No? It's a pot's a close second. Yeah. But I'll take rape as mm -hmm. as the worst. All right, guys. Should I? Commandments are like, "Thou shalt not rape." And number two is like. Should I just drop Antonio Brown right now uh, on my team on air? Yeah. Do it, man. What It'd if, be so good for content. If you drop Antonio Brown right now, I will post an article on thefilmroom.com about how you dropped Antonio Brown. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. So many if, if that's not incentive. Drop him. Do you even care? He dropped him. I just dropped him. On air. Holy cow. On air. All right. I'm waiting for that wish. article. I get this for everybody. I'm going to go pick up Antonio Brown. It's not even in the right league. It's a different league. Fuck. Okay. Right. But I just I didn't want to, I don't want to rape this on my The thing is, this is the federal government's investigating this, right? Yep. See, nothing, I'd rather be the NFL. They're better at it. Nothing's going to. No, definitely not. <laughs> nothing's going to get resolved during this season. We'll yeah. just see if they let him if play. If anything, we're just going we're gonna to see just stalled uh, stalled weeks where he's like on some so kind of So you just dropped him. And Tom's right. If none of this gets settled... He can no, no, just no. Playing, right? They can they yeah. can put him on an exemplus where the, where he can't play right. until this gets figured out. I mean that that happens a lot. Does it? Yeah. Okay. Like that's basically I mean that's basically what happened with Kareem Hunt last year. You so can always pick up Philip Dorsett. He's basically the same guy. Yeah, he's like 
your favorite player too, right? I hate Phil Dorsett. I hate Phil Dorsett so much. Dorsett and Brissett, man, that'd be a nice combo. Brissett to Dorsett, touchdown. No. I mean, it's just, I just don't. I mean, I feel like these people get this sense of entitlement when they're so famous and so another level of civilian that we just couldn't possibly understand for him to think that some shit like this would be okay it's wild man it's wild stuff we need to end on a more positive note absolutely yeah terrible but this is awful man i'm excited to do this podcast with you guys episode number two Mm -hmm. episode number two going great yeah we love it we love your feedback we love hearing from all you guys Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, you want to talk about it anymore? <laughs> no. Well, they kind of just ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. They probably don't That's enough hit puns for the day. Yeah. That'll get yeah. us through the night. Yeah. I think it's a good, good, good time. All right, my friends. All right. Well, guys, that wraps episode two of the Film Room Podcast. Thank you so much for listening in. Be sure to follow us on uh, all of our social media pages we're working on getting an instagram going right now follow us at the film rm follow me at thomas barry thomas underscore barry you can follow josh segundo at josh underscore second s-u-c-o-n-d or you can follow lincoln at lincoln dfs lincoln dfs mm-hmm. awesome guys well we always appreciate you coming by we appreciate you taking the time to listen to us it means uh, more to us than you can understand uh we will speak with you guys again soon talk to you later guys